0: Doug.
1: Hey, Lindsay. How are you doing?
0: Good. How are you?
1: Pretty good. Good. Yeah, pretty good. I'm uh, glad that all the snow is now gone.
0: Me too. I am excited for warmer weather.
1: Although I did almost slip on your driveway. Oh, no. <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty touch and go. Luckily, Joel was there to kind of just be an eyewitness just in case. But video,
0: was he videoing? Because that would have been smart. <laughs> that really
1: would have been smart. If you had a. If you had a video of me eating it at the Smith's driveway... I feel like that would be a
0: good sermon illustration or something.
1: Yeah, like, it's sort of like backsliding, but <laughs> sliding on your face and knocking yourself out. <laughs> it actually, there's nothing like backsliding no. at all. It's like slipping and falling. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't think Paul ever used that no. in Bummer. any of his stuff. But, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, we had a pretty interesting last gathering. Yeah, uh, Yeah. so uh, we have challenged all of Renew to read the book of Mark in oh, the next few weeks. thank you for the reminder. Yeah. Have you been reading it, Lindsay? <laughs> oh. Oh, Lindsay. No, No, I've been
0: listening to it. Oh, you have? Yes.
1: So what are things you're kind of picking up on? No, I was kidding.
0: I have not started yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. 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 (laughs) So we're here tonight with Brandy and Alfredo. You hear them pipe in while we're chatting.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I feel like we've been just seeing a lot of really good things recently within Renew. Um, It's been really kind of unique to watch a bunch of new faces show up. Yeah. It's been really fun. Yeah. I feel like we've been able to just see some folks kind of popping up out of nowhere and I'll ask questions like, where did you come from? And you know, this is kind of an interesting thing to know. Renew uh never had the name church in their search engine mm-hmm. until what? Like
0: It was a few months ago.
1: A few months ago mm-hmm. Michael added <laughs> the word church to our search engine and now the Not sudden Not on the
0: front end, just in the back end. We couldn't like yeah. let people know we were actually a church.
1: Right. Cult was the other <laughs> yeah, option exactly. that we had, but that was already taken. <laughs> so plenty of cults in that zone. But yeah, it's been really encouraging to meet new faces and just to kind of Get to know some people. And, yeah. So, Lindsay, last gathering, uh, we talked about the managed life, wounded life, informed life. And you had a really unique spin slash observation. Would you mind sharing that?
0: Yeah. So the whole premise for anyone who hasn't listened to the last podcast or wasn't in church last gathering. The wounded life is when we're in a time of challenge, how it, we're either um, trying to get ourselves back into our managed life, or we're living in a form life, trying to see how God is going to use this challenge in our lives.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I'm an Enneagram seven. So I don't like dealing with- Oh, w- We
1: should do a podcast on Enneagram. We should, that we would should be We should probably really just fun. teach on that. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Um, <laughs> um, so I don't like dealing with hard things. Mm. I like to avoid pain um, and deep feelings. (laughs) I like to be happy. (laughs) And so as you guys are talking about challenges and like Dave had us made this T chart of like challenges and what we learned through them. And I'm like, I don't like thinking about challenges. Like, what about if we talked about the wounded instead of wounded life, like the blessed life, like when there's a blessing. Are we either being like, oh, that was a cool blessing, move on, back to my managed life? Mm. Or are we thinking about that blessing in a way of like, "How is what is God trying to teach me through this blessing? Yeah. Um, or are we just forgetting about it and be like, oh, that was nice. Like. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, and I think just for you to, to note, Lindsay, like you came and shared that with me and then you shared it with me and Dave. And we probably nerded out about that. So like, <laughs> oh, I mean, no. I'm still nerding out about that. Like, oh, this... This thing that I thought had so much potential is so broken by Lindsay. No, it's not
0: broken. It's just bigger. Totally. (laughs) And and I think that's really what
1: it was, is it was such a beautiful way of recognizing that, yeah, it's not just about the wounds, but even the blessings. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes uh, when churches move towards the direction of Jesus, and I think this is where we have to continue to remember the premise of joy. Like Mm -hmm. one of the fruits of Mm -hmm. the Spirit is joy. And so if we're not— If we're not experiencing joy— then, I don't think we're actually fully living in the of right.
2: life, right.
1: So yeah, thank you so much for that. Anytime. beautiful observation. <laughs> I thought it was super good, and I'm still really encouraged by it and thinking through how we're gonna it's gonna just radically revolutionize my life. Cool. You also uh, led storytime. What are some of the things in Alfredo and Brandy? if you guys have any thoughts? Like what did you guys hear uh, as people shared about the way they're being formed in house churches?
0: I loved how many people felt supported through prayer. And Mm. like we can pray for each other at the end of service on a Sunday um, at a gathering, but to have the relationships um, of a smaller group who know you so well and can really intimately pray for you is invaluable. And I know like we have um, some super prayer warriors in our house church Mm. and it was just great to hear that that's also happening in other house churches. Yeah. Yeah. That was really encouraging to me.
3: For our house church, uh, the big thing is bearing one another's burdens. Mm. And it seems like our house church isn't the only one, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: you Mm know? Um, So it's, I think it's really cool that the house church model kind of provides this intimate space for people to really not only be willing to bear one another's burdens, but the person that has the burden is willing to share it, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, and willing to give that up to not carry themselves. And I think that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, There's something really powerful when people enter into vulnerable spaces where they're able to share. Uh, There was a brand new couple, two brand new couples that I got to meet on the way out of church this past week. And I said, this is something that I ask. I encourage anyone from Renew or who's been there for a while to ask this question to any new person, like good, bad, or indifferent, what were your thoughts? And both couples said, this feels like a safe place.
2: Hmm. Mm -hmm. And to me, I
1: I felt like... That is one of the greatest compliments mm-hmm. that we can receive, you know, as, as Ben and I and the elders and leaders, and we use that language, like we want Renew to be a place where people can belong before they believe. That only happens mm-hmm. when there is safety mm-hmm. and people sense that this is a safe place to explore and to get to know Jesus and his people. Um, and, and realizing that there's a lot of wounded folks out there mm-hmm. from the church and from, you know, culture and all these different spaces. And so, yeah, I was just super encouraged to – that was the word that I would think about when I hear the stories again of the house church, how it's forming people. It's There's just this incredible amount of safety. So, yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, house church, it just feels like family. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, when you're at home and you're with family, you feel safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's funny you said that. You kind of took the words out of my mouth. Oh, Brandy. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well, speaking of safety, Brandy, you're like just about to have a child soon. I am. Yeah. How are you? How are you feeling?
4: Um, Any minute now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe during the podcast. We are hoping to witness it. <laughs> yeah. It'll the
1: be a miracle of birth.
4: <laughs> um, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. I have oh. peace about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm anxious, excited.
1: I think I love your guys' uh, way to grow your house church by literally multiplying. <laughs> like, that's a really good just opportunity. Just fulfilling the Lord's commandment. Yeah, just be <laughs> fruitful and multiply. So, <laughs> yeah. good work. Good You're work. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome.
0: So, Brandy and Alfredo, um, well, Alfredo, you are one of our apprentices, well, our only apprentice. Currently,
3: Currently.
0: Um, <laughs> so we'd love to know a little bit more about you guys. Um, tell us your story.
3: So, yeah, just real quick, how I got to like being an apprentice at Renew, um, you know, grew up in a Christian house um, for most of my life. Uh, didn't really take to it. Um, went out, did my own thing, kind of like your typical evangelical story. <laughs> um, and then around like 27, I uh, just had a real like a serious encounter with Jesus, Mm-hmm. uh just driving up 95 it was like it, it was a it was a heavy time in my life um my mother was sick and all this and that so but for the first time i felt this like supernatural peace
2: mm-hmm.
3: where um it was al- it was almost as as if the lord had just like picked me up and picked up all the burdens that i was like that i had on my shoulders and i just felt like this this crazy peace and it was i i think that's when the holy spirit like entered my life and it was as though yeah i could do this mm-hmm. I can walk this walk, you know, and it was not—it was nothing I did because it was mm. just like, boom! All of a sudden, I can—I felt different. Mm. So, um, like that's—that's that's when I think I came into a real relationship with Jesus is when I was like 27 or something like that. Got baptized a little bit after. Went to went to Valley Forge a couple of years later. That's where I met my wife. Um, we dated for about, uh, we were married, dated, engaged, and married within six months. <laughs> Um, wow. Because when you know. Mm-hmm. Like you know. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah, and, you know, we, uh, we have two kids, going to have a third. And um, that's, I mean, that's kind of how we ended up here. This is like the next step. Like the apprenticeship program was the next step in, in my journey toward vocational ministry or ministry of some sort. Mm-hmm. You know, so like right now we're just kind of in that uh, discerning process of what to do next. Mm-hmm. But that's like a short version of how I got to. Mm-hmm. the apprenticeship program here.
4: Mm. So before meeting Alfredo at Valley Forge, um, I was actually a student at Brooklyn Teen Challenge. Oh. Um, I went in in 2009. Mm. Um, I was addicted to pain pills mm. and everything else. <laughs> um, and, yeah, that's that's where I truly got discipled. Lauren met me there and set me free completely. Mm. Mm. Um, and then went to Valley Forge, met Alfredo, Dated for five minutes and got
2: married. (laughs) 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 It it was a real whirlwind.
4: Um, And we've just been following Jesus since together, and he's led us to renew. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, doing this discipleship program together, Mm. pretty much. He's doing the work, and I'm just following. (laughs) Um,
3: She's doing more than
4: that. (laughs) Mostly supporting and encouraging. Um, Yeah, and this is where we're at. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you guys have had a lot of really, um, you know, a lot of people, like, they get married, and then they kind of pursue the career, and then they have, like, 2.5 kids and a dog. And you guys have been through just a lot of really, you know, difficult, like, life situations, you know, losing parents and having hard things. So how would you say Jesus has shaped you in the midst of some of the difficult things that you guys have been through?
4: It's caused us to to press in. Hmm. I think more than anything to trust the people around us in our, in our church family, Hmm. seeking that safety. Hmm. Um, It's strengthened our marriage, Hmm. I would say we've learned how to walk together through hard things. And
1: yeah. Yeah. So Alfredo, how are, tell us some ways that you feel like the Lord's really used some of the challenges that you guys have been through um, to just form, like what has he formed in you through those
3: things? Hmm. Yeah, you know, it's 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 always easy when you ask that question and don't really have to answer it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're asking it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's true. We've uh like we've we both lost parents. Like in our first three years of marriage, we we lost I lost my dad, she lost her mom. Um we were like gonna adopt our niece. Um there's been like a lot of transition, different jobs, and like Brandy said, we've like we've almost had no other option but to like just press in. Mm. We have to trust God, and that's I think that's what I've learned to do the most. Um, I've I've learned to stop asking the why question. That's true. Dave, Dave was right on. It's a roadblock. Yeah, mm. it is a total roadblock because it develops like this victim mentality and like mm. it's uh, why are you doing this? Why is this happening? What what do you you know? even like what are you trying to teach me might not even be like the right yeah um the right question to be asking but like what are you just doing yeah. what are you forming in me yeah um and i think he's like he's formed this like trust
2: mm.
3: like i do trust god mm. because he has saw me through so much like crap essentially yeah you know and then you start to like see it before this period that we, like this past couple of years that we've had, you know, you start to reflect on your life and, and you think, man, he's, he's had me this whole time, mm.
2: Mm.
3: you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if, more than anything, it's, it's taught me how to really just trust him mm. and to, like, like she said, you know, press in to God. Cause I mean, I don't know how, how well I would have, I would have done otherwise, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Sometimes you got to trust Jesus. Like, you actually have to do that, mm. you know? Yeah. Believe it or not. I heard that somewhere. Yeah, sometimes you have to do that.
0: So, in this season that you guys are in, what does discernment, like, actually look like?
2: Mm.
0: Like, we can all say, like, oh, I'm, like, trying to hear from the Lord. But, like, what does that look like, for
3: real? What does it look like for us?
0: <laughs> for you, yeah.
3: Um. It looks like waiting. Mm,
0: that's not the right answer. I know. <laughs> that's not what I want to hear. No, no, no I'm going to...
3: These are not answers that I want to hear. <laughs> like, I would kill for a burning bush, right? You know. Right. <laughs> but I, I think it's important to. And my father told me this like a long time ago. Um, when I when I first came to the Lord, and I was I, I was just looking toward the end of the journey. You know, mm-hmm. like where, mm-hmm. where, where, where 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 am I going to be? Where where am I going to get to? And he was like, he said, "Bob, don't worry about that. Just don't get so fixated." on the end point that you missed the entire journey.
2: Mm.
3: Probably the most profound thing my father's ever told me. Then that's not saying much, but
2: No, that's um, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: And uh I've kinda I've I've kinda had to take and I've kinda had to take that and apply it to like to like now. At the beginning of the of the uh, apprenticeship program, it was like, all right, well I kinda wanna know what's gonna happen in April.
2: Mm-hmm. Am I gonna
3: play in church? Am I gonna go on staff somewhere? Am I gonna do this? Am I gonna do that? Like mm. I wanted to just boom get there and miss this year of craziness and of learning and being formed and growing in mercy and grace and love and, and like peace with what God is doing. I would have missed all that,
2: mm-hmm. you know?
3: So mm-hmm. the sermon is just, it's just waiting and, and trying to listen well. Mm-hmm. Um, putting yourself in a good community because mm-hmm. you're not always going to hear like this audible voice of
2: mm-hmm.
3: from God. I'm not saying that's not possible, but yeah. um, you're not always going to hear that. And it's It's good to have a like a good, solid community
2: mm-hmm.
3: around you that you can kind of, like hear from,
0: yeah. You know? How has the re renew community at large or your house church really um, shaped or guided your discernment?
3: Mm-hmm. It's interesting because, like, our community has, like made it hard for us to even want to go anywhere, <laughs> right. Um, like we're so we're so comfortable there, and we do. we we feel safe and all these other. All these other things, but I think um, with, like, our house church and, like, the elders, um, what they have helped me to, like, understand is that, one, there is, like, there might not be one right answer.
2: Mm.
3: Like, Mm. it might might not just be that one door. Yeah. And then if you don't go through that door, you're going to make God mad.
2: Right.
3: Mm. Um, They've helped me to understand that. Um, They've helped me to to understand that, um, that sometimes... God is okay with what makes us happy too. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm.
3: So um just kind of taking all these different things into account and um just understanding that whether we go this way or that way, um, one that God is gonna be faithful,
2: mm-hmm.
3: even if I'm unfaithful, because that's his like that's his character. Um, but uh yeah, just that there's not just one one thing that I have to do. Mm. And that kind of relieves a lot of the pressure.
0: Yeah, it sounds a lot like a lot of grace. Like yeah. you know, you can even when you're if you're trying to be faithful and you're not actively trying to mess up, you know, you yeah. can still do the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's grace yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So Brandy, what has it been like for you to uh, also I mean, you know, obviously Alfredo's the apprentice, but you're learning a ton and you're growing a ton. So how have you how have you seen your house church and renew? Like, what have they helped form in you in this process of discernment?
4: Um, I guess it's just been nice feeling, again, safe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Having encouragement all around us, um, knowing that we're fully supported.
1: You know, I know your house church has been super helpful. Like, what are some of the, like, defining moments over the last few months of just, like, your house church being family and community?
4: I got really close with Katina Mm, Light.
1: She's a good one.
4: (laughs) She's amazing. Yeah. 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 our, our journeys are pretty similar with, like, fostering. Yeah. Um, it's been very difficult for our family. Mm. Um, So she became my prayer partner. Wow. <laughs> and we would talk every day on the phone and vent and cry yeah. and pray. Yeah. Encourage mm. each other. It literally just, like, walking this journey together. Mm. Yeah. So she's been a huge blessing. God yeah. Definitely provided really well. Yeah. Through mm. that friendship. She just so happened to be in our house church. <laughs> just <laughs> so, so happened. Just yeah. so happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: See, I would, I would say that would be one of the biggest things over the past few months. It's been a huge help, yeah, encouragement.
1: Yeah, I feel like I continue to hear stories from Alfredo about just the way that you're pressing in to the people within House Church and just forming those relationships and how, like, that's just been a breath of fresh air in the midst of difficult, you know, in the midst of a yes. discerning season, right? Mm-hmm. Like a discerning season can yeah. sound really sexy, like, oh, this guy's in a, you know, or this gal's in a discernment process. Wow, like that's so by. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like, Honestly. discernment sucks. Like, it, does. it mm-hmm. feels a lot like death because there just is so many different things. And I think for you guys to have that support of like your house church and, you know, like I know you guys have mentioned, you know, you have the Hoovers and the Lights and the mm-hmm. classes and, Um, Just these amazing families within your house church and, you know, even the elders are continuing to just cheer you on. And it's just been really encouraging to hear, you know, the way that you're leaning in and you're pressing in. So, yeah, I mean, what would you want to tell, like, for instance, what would you want to tell someone within Renew who's in a discernment process? Like just a word of wisdom or?
4: I would say to stay expectant, Hmm. um, to keep your ears open. Mm -hmm. I just, I feel like Jesus is always trying to talk to us, even if it's through a word. Um, A random person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's been the biggest thing for us is staying expectant Mm
2: -hmm.
4: and actually like thinking that and believing he's going to speak to us. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, not just waiting, sitting around waiting, but actually expecting.
3: Yeah. Uh, A word of wisdom for someone that's in the discernment process, huh? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I I would say a few things. Um, First, be patient be patient because I think we forget that like time for God doesn't work the same way as it does for us
2: mm.
3: his perspective is just a little bit different mm. so um like I think about you and I talked about you know for 10 years what did Paul do you know he just he was just gone yeah you know we don't really know discerning build tents right like for 10 years yeah.
0: Sounds and like agony.
1: <laughs> I'm worried about a year. In our culture, it's right. like, it's
0: like 10 okay, years, that's like Lord, your life.
1: I'm going to discern from 846 <laughs> to right. 856.
3: And if you don't
0: answer in those 10 minutes, I'm, I'm going to lose it. I'm ready to
3: receive. <laughs> it's like, it's like be, and this is, I'm I'm talking to myself right now, but like be patient. Yeah. Mm. Don't try to jump the gun. Don't try mm. to like make your own moves. Mm. Don't try to yeah, don't make it about, like, don't make it about you. I would say be patient Um, and just, it's it could, yeah, I I think, I guess it would be be patient. It it can be a long game. You know, I think about, like, maybe being in, like, the desert and it seems like it's quiet and um, you're not hearing and, but there's there's a chance that things are going on in the background that you just don't know about. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. like, I think about this kind of in the middle of, of what we got going on with this other church, like, I had no idea what's been going on, but like God has been possibly at work doing something like this mm. whole time. Yeah. You know? And I'm not saying like that's like that's it, but like yeah, there's a chance. Mm. You know? So um just be patient and be attentive. Like Brandy said, be expectant. And um yeah, it's a it's a long game. Um and there's there's no sense in in rushing it. Yeah. Mm. I don't think. Um, I think when you look at most of the stories in Scripture, like whether it be the disciples, you know, having to sit under Jesus for three years, um, and like we said, Paul, like all these, like things, just they take time,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm.
3: It 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 is a, a, this past year with its ups and downs, dude. I, I there's not much that I would change. Mm.
2: Mm.
3: Maybe a few things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah. not a whole lot. Yeah. So. know, like my father said, enjoy the journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it can be quite beautiful.
0: So we heard about how our community is, is helping shape you guys. And I'd love to hear how you guys are hearing from God or, um, how you're following God in between times spent with our community. Mm. so in the in between between Sundays how are you hearing from God how are you being formed I'm pretty deep in toddlerhood right now right <laughs> me too and my sister wow.
4: um, right <laughs> yeah so honestly yeah I think the Lord's been speaking to me a lot about uh the fruit of the spirit mm. being patient
2: mm-hmm. um,
4: learning how to love well mm-hmm. That's kind of that's my main in between right now. Yeah, learning how to love these little humans well,
0: mm-hmm.
4: disciple them, <laughs>
0: make sure they stay alive, trying to keep them alive.
4: <laughs> and at the same time, like, be a good support to my husband.
2: Mm-hmm. You
4: know, be a good mm-hmm. wife, be an encouragement, continuing to pray, and mm-hmm. I honestly stay expectant. <laughs> that's yeah. I think that's kind of
0: I love that I love that posture. Yeah, yeah. yeah
4: um, even because I know even though in the craziness of like raising these kids. Keeping our marriage healthy, Mm -hmm. um, trying to discern, trying to do the Mm -hmm. discipleship program, work a full time job, um, even in all of that, like the Lord's, He's going to speak to us and He's going to continue to guide us. So, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. I I, yeah, I just keep coming back to that. Yeah, I think in a posture of being expectant. Mm.
0: You're a great example of like during the craziness of motherhood, it's easy to press pause on. Like spiritual things seem almost like extra, yep. like it's like too much for right now, mm. and or in a busy season of work or a busy yeah. season mm-hmm. of anything. whatever anything. Yeah, and I think both of you have been good examples of still pressing in to that during this busy season. Yeah.
3: So for me, um, in the in the in between, it's it's that it's it's noticing what because I, I think God is always forming something in you, mm. right? Whether it's through something that is a challenge or something that is a blessing
2: mm-hmm.
3: either way, like something's being formed.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I'm trying to keep this posture of like, well, you know, what is God forming in me like now and and what's going on now? Like for instance, like our, our big thing is like our big thing. It's Kinley, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, And like, for me, that's, that's been probably more difficult than for my wife though. She takes the brunt of it. But, um, what I started to learn how to ask is like, well, you know, what, what are you forming mm-hmm, in me mm-hmm. through this little life? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> what are you trying to bring out of me? Um, and I, have I think, um, that's really helped. That's really helped to form me to tell you the truth, um, to form more grace and love in me and, um, more patience,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, I think also one of the things that like we do in between is or I do that's been really helpful is like leading men's discipleship group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty awesome to just walk with other dudes through yeah. I don't want to say this curriculum but just like kind of like this portion of their life
2: mm-hmm.
3: like just trying to get closer to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um and we we like we're doing that like every Tuesday and like I'm pouring into them, right? But like I am I'm so being formed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think one of the things that the apprenticeship program has really helped me to see is that like you can do this
2: mm-hmm.
3: you mm-hmm. do have what it takes yeah
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, mm-hmm. you are you are being taught well mm-hmm. you are being uh you're being discipled well yeah and just being able to kind of like pass that stuff on and do it with some confidence
2: mm-hmm.
3: that that I that I might know a little bit of what I'm talking about is, is that's been really helpful, Hmm. you know, and that's like a testament to Doug and to Dave, uh, to Ben, um, just the people that God has put like in charge of me, I Mm -hmm. guess, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that's really been me pouring into other people is really, really like shaping me. So
1: this is a total random question. (laughs) But um what is your favorite
3: bar to clean beer lines at? Oh, favorite? Probably the hotels. Hot- you're, you're in and out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes I'm in and out. Yeah. 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 No, that
1: makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how have you seen Jesus cleaning beer lines?
3: How do I see Jesus? Um that even beer lines can even beer line cleaners can disciple people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, I know I'm, I I think I'm just doing like a stupid job, a very important job. Amen. Um, But it's, it can be mundane and it's really repetitive and all this and that. But like, one, I am, God has given me that job so that I can provide for my family and so that I can also pursue ministry. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I see Jesus in that. Yeah. Jesus' first miracle is turning water into wine. So that's like kind of like in the same area. <laughs> so, I'm sure
0: in like a different translation, it was beer.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Jesus had those pots cleaned when the water was poured into him? Oh, man. What that's, a did, yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. And solvent Never mind. Yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> a good question. Yeah. Well, Brandy and Alfredo, thank you guys so much for joining us. And we're so grateful for... The way the two of you have just leaned into this year, and we're glad it's not over. Mm-hmm. Um, we're glad that you're still present, and we're looking forward to you teaching in a few weeks, which is mm-hmm. really great. Mm-hmm. We're even more looking forward to meeting baby Abe. Mm. So, if is, you're
0: listening to this, sign up to bring Brandy and Alfredo. A dude. meal.
1: <laughs> Good oh. call. <laughs> Lindsay. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Bless your heart. <laughs> and you. basically, I think the question is like, well, never mind. Yeah. So make sure. The question sure you,
0: is, what kind of food do you guys like? Yeah. <laughs>
4: I mean, anything. <laughs> anything I don't have to cook. Yeah, exactly. Amen. That's a, good <laughs> word. That's a good answer. That's a good word. word.
1: <laughs> Very cool. Well, really glad you guys tuned into the in between. Thank you all so much for being here, and we'll see you next time.
2: Bye.